Thanks for tuning in again, everybody. We're back with your favorite podcast, Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. Well, Luca Nation, we're recording this live for you guys at 6.30, 7.30 Eastern. You know, we want to give you a behind-the-scenes straight from Cage's mouth right into you guys' ears. <laughs> a yeah, little we'll an NFL recap. A little NFL recap. Um, it's awesome, man. It's nice that NFL's back. Uh, I, I have a few takeaways, but this is your world, Cage. And Luca Nation, just a customary 30-second. Uh, we appreciate everything you guys do to, for us. Uh, we appreciate connecting, collaborating, engaging with you guys. And we're going to keep adding these segments, you know, whether they're short form or long form, we're going to keep adding segments that we think bring you value. With that said, Cage, you know, there's a ton of games today. Which game stuck out to you or which players stuck out to you? Where do you want to kick us off from? Uh, and then we'll navigate from there. A bunch of them, right? So there's a bunch of games that stick out. And, uh, you know, we're, we're talking as, uh, you know, I think you could call it garbage time, but Brady just got another touchdown. I mean, Brady just didn't look that good. I know it's just one game, and it's against the Saints, and they're very, very good. Um, and it's in New Orleans, although I don't know how much of a home field advantage there is. Um, but Brady just – I mean, there were some throws here where, you know, on the first down, he came out and he threw the ball out into the left flat, and it went like five yards over his coach's heads. Uh, then there was a pick six, which really – I mean, it was just horrible. It looked one receiver the whole way, and uh, – I think it was Janoris Jenkins picked him off for a pick six. It just kind of completely changed the whole game. You know, I think it was 17-7 at the time, right? And it would have been like, uh, you know, if, the, if, if Tampa Bay went down the field, it would have been 17-14. You know, it would have been a, one, you know, a much closer game. Instead, it's, it's, it's 24-7. It just, you know, it changes the whole complexion of the game. He just didn't look that good. Um, we have an amazing so. cadence because that was actually one of the questions I wanted to ask you. How much do you think home field advantage uh, plays into this with no fans? Well, so, so who had fans? I think the Jaguars game had fans. Um, I think the Chiefs game had fans uh, on Thursday, some fans. But, you know, it's in, in the, in the Bucks saints game, it was less that and more. You know, I, I, I heard a story leading into the game that even yesterday – Arians and Brady were going over like different game situations, like two minute drill, this and that. If we have this much time, what do we do? Blah, blah, blah. And I can guarantee you that Drew Brees and Sean Payton were not going through that because they obviously have done it for a very long time together. Um, and I think that that probably pay, played a bigger role, um, you know, in, in Brady getting off to a slower start than obviously Brees, you know, winning the game. I think, you know, it's going to take a little while for them to get used to it. I mean, and then the flip side to the equation was, you know. What's the logic for them going for two here? There is no logic. I don't get it at all. I mean, it would bring it to nine. I, I, don't, I don't know what that would have done. I, I guess you have nothing to lose, right? Because at 11, it's still two scores. It's still a field goal and a touchdown with a two-point conversion. So I guess, yeah, I really have nothing to lose by the two. Um, but it doesn't really matter. Um, they're going to not get the outside kick and everything can be fine. But um, I'm trying to think what the hell else. Yeah, no, so what I was saying was, you know, like drawing a comparison. Meanwhile, that two-point conversion, he just, what, he throw it 11 feet over the receiver's head. He just doesn't <laughs> look right. Um, so, and, and yeah, Cam Newton, different style of play, right? I mean, he relied on his, on his legs, right? I mean, you know, he had some real great rushing quarterback performances today. Kyler Murray had almost 100 yards rushing. Um, I think he might have had 100 and then some kneel downs or whatever, but uh, – 
you know, he had a, a great game. Josh Allen had a great game rushing, uh, you know, the ball. Cam Newton had 75 and two touchdowns rushing. Um, so, Can you I know, tell you who more... impressed me? Who? And you've talked about this guy. <laughs> yeah. Dude, think yeah, about it. On. Think about everyone who has all these weapons. And then you have Gardner Minshew. You know, they took away, and I want to ask you this about Fournette in a second. They took away what seemed to be his best weapons. And the guy just came out there and beat the Colts, which are a very good team with Phillip Rivers, who we think they're going to win that division. That's pretty impressive, Cage. So, so you know, you asked me what, what kind of stood out the most, and that didn't stand out to me because, you know, I have been picking him. I mean, back in August, we had DJ oh. Chark. Chark was one of our picks, right? You know, we told people to go out there and buy him. You know, he didn't have a lot of catches, but he had a touchdown from him today. Um, and, you know, Minshew, you know what he did? And we talked about this on our NFL preview episode, right? And I said how efficient he was and how it was surprising that not only did he have the rushing yards, but he also had 21 touchdowns and only six interceptions, which as a rookie who there were no schemes created for him. And, you know, the coaches didn't set up offenses around him because he wasn't supposed to be the starter last year. Um, that's the most impressive thing because, you know, what it shows you is he'll take what a defense will give him. Right. And he's not a, you know, he's not a crazy gunslinger looking for, I can't believe this, that they're doing, by the way, you know, we're watching this, but I can't believe the saints are rubbing it in this bad. They just did a trick play. They, they flick flicker. They threw it out a screen to Taysom Hill and he threw the ball back to Kamara downfield. I mean, come on. Like, uh, I mean, just like, does Tom Brady need another, like, you know, another reason to, you know, put something up on his, on the well, board? This board? is still a game. I was so confused by them going for two. That was still a game when I was watching. I don't know why you don't just kick the extra point. Uh, and it's a well, two-score they're game. Already at, they're already at the 50, and it's – well, because it's a two-score game now anyway. It's 11. It's, you know, it's it's a touchdown, two-point conversion, and a field goal. So, I mean, the game is basically just the clock, you know, being over. But You know what, you know what you're striking me as? You, you – since mid-August, you've called play-by-play play what's going to happen early in the NFL season – and to me, you're a coach right now that's, um, you know, your Sunday's done. You've predicted, you've done the homework, you've come out with the win. I would say 85 to 90% of your picks, and we'll get to the running back from the Colts, have been spot on. And you've done your research, and now it's time for Big Cage to rest with his diet soda, turn on some Sunday night football, and, and put himself in a food coma before he gets back well, to work tomorrow. Listen, it's, I mean, I already had my dinner, but Dak Prescott's on later, and, you know, that was one of my picks. You know, he's played against the Rams. But, I mean, look, I love today, but I also, you know, I mixed in a little little wiffle ball and a little basketball, you know, like all the half tons and stuff. So, um, Baba Ganoush is tired. Baba Ganoush is tired. I think the last time I checked, I had like 17,000 steps today. So, you know, I'm doing okay for myself, right? So, uh, yeah, we went for a couple of walks. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, but – Luca Nation, when I post this, hashtag 17,000 steps in the comments, <laughs> and I'm going to pick a few of you to do a giveaway. Hashtag nice. 17,000 steps for big Baba Ganoush. He's tired. It's, it's so, so what's funny about it is, right? I mean, you know, there were definitely some surprises. I mean, the, the Colts, we picked uh, Taylor. And I think, I think Taylor, you know, their rookie running back is probably going to get more into the offense. But, you know, the kid Hines came out there and had two touchdowns, one receiving, one running. If you're in a PPR league, I'm sure no one drafted him. But he had eight or nine catches today including one for a touchdown. I mean, you know, that kind of came out of nowhere, which is, you know, it's pretty nice. But look, you know, as, as, as good a game as the running backs by committee had there with Taylor having a good game and, you know, they have Mack who got injured. Um, I'm pretty sure the Jaguars' defense, and they've lost some players too, but I'm pretty sure the Jaguars' defense held the Colts under 100 yards rushing, which, 
I mean, nobody would bet on that coming into the game. Yeah. So, you know, look, I, I don't think this means the Jaguars are making the playoffs. I don't think they're going to win more than a handful of games still. But today, 19 out of 20, but for less than 200 yards, which means, like I said, giving, you know, taking what the defense is giving you, being efficient. But 19 out of 20 is an impressive stat one. How, you know, not many NFL quarterbacks have ever had a 19 out of 20 game. And that's what Minshew threw up there today with three touchdowns. Um, so, you know. Let me ask you two questions real quick. Yeah. What did you think about Cam Newton's outfit? Well, listen, I didn't mind it. I mean, it, you know, he celebrated his touchdown with, uh, you know, the Wakanda salute and all that stuff as well, which, you know, we, we, all, we all saw that, which was pretty cool. But, I mean, listen, Cam Newton, he's always done that. He's always been, uh, you know, he's always been somebody who likes the spotlight. And good for him, right? I mean, come on, how many times in the NFL has, has it ever happened where a team – gets rid of their MVP quarterback and replaces him with another MVP quarterback. It doesn't happen, right? And that, that's what happened today, right? I mean, that's, that's what happened today. And, and it was, you know, a pretty impressive thing. I think, I think he's hanging on by a thread physically. That guy puts his body at waist over and over and over again. Oh, you're right. I wouldn't, bet on him. I wouldn't bet on him playing three or four more years at top condition, but he looked good. And remember, he was out a lot last year, and they're saying he basically felt as good as he's felt in a long time. And he did. He looked Really, I mean, you know what? You know what he gives you? He gives you if it's third and one, fourth and one, you basically know you're getting yeah. it. I agree. You know, so that's you know that's just that that adds a dynamic to the to the game. I'm trying you to know think what's what else about NFL what? is so how hard they hit. It's crazy. Like when when you watch when you watch college and then you watch NFL and this kind of what I, my my question is for you, my second one, it's crazy how hard they tackle. These are big guys. And let yeah. me ask you, why are just guys a quick like, little what? garbage time thing? Every so everybody knows for fantasy and for cards and stuff. Because I know this guy we talk about, Michael Thomas just had the back of his leg rolled up on. He's kind of no. limping around on the sideline. Yeah, I, mean, I hate uh, gar- garbage time injuries. Suck. And he did not have, a, you know, with, with as good as they played today. Remember, the Saints were up the whole time. He only had five targets, three catches for seventeen yards today. With you know the uh, the outburst they have here, and it's thirty four twenty three and. It looks like Taysom Hill's taking a shotgun from third and goal here. Um, with all, you know, he's going to run it. Yeah, there he goes. He's going to run. And they tackle him at the two. What are they going to do? I'll bet, you, I'll bet you Sean Payton goes for it <laughs> and lets Taysom Hill run it again. Um, you laugh, yeah. but you remind me you'd be like a Sean Payton type of coach. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah, you're, you're, um, you're laughing, but that would be you. You, were, you have that vibe to you. You're yeah, an aggressive, um, you're an aggressive uh, play call. Why not? I, I think that's the way to go. I, I think if you have, a, you have the best team, you might as well leave it in the hands of your playmakers instead of giving it over to the other team and let their playmakers, you know, make the plays. But, yeah, I mean, there were some great, great performances today that are kind of going to, you know, going to be missed, going to be lost in the shuffle. I mean, Marquise Brown uh, of the Ravens in a game where they were not throwing a lot because they won 38-6, still put up a really nice game over 100 yards. Um you know, the Browns just look bad, but everybody's going to look bad against the Ravens this year. It's just, you know, it's one of those things. I think I think if I were a betting man, I probably would bet the Browns next week just because they were not as bad as they looked. And 31 to 35, a 322 and four touchdowns is Russell Wilson. I mean, that is just, you know, the guy is otherworldly. I've, um, I've said it time and time again. I think Russ is uh, the best quarterback in, in the league. I think he's super underappreciated. Let me ask you. So there's two guys, DK Metcalf, Leonard Fournette. One guy was slept on in college, crushing it in the NFL. The other guy dominated college, completely bust in the NFL. 
why is that over and over and over again happen? Why are guys oh. that are dominant in the NFL oftentimes bust, uh, dominant in college bust when they get to the NFL? And under the radar, guys like DK Metcalf come in and just freaking crush, start crushing them. A lot of it has to do with the system. And remember, DK Metcalf, like, you know, he didn't go to the, the biggest school. And he was highly sought after at the combine. I mean, he was, he's one of these freaks who just, you know, is a, he's a weight room guy. And, you know, a lot of that also has to do with what, 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 where you go in the draft and what uh, situation you find yourself in. There's, there's not many better situations in the NFL than to find yourself drafted by and playing for the Seattle Seahawks, which, you know, that's where DK Metcalf found himself. And Russell Wilson throws a real good ball. Uh, needed a deep threat, hasn't had a big guy like that to catch the fades or not. Whereas, you know, Leonard Fournette, who we are talking about, he's, uh, you know, he's a player who, who ends up in, um, in Jacksonville, and they have not been good, like, ever. I think 1995, you know, was the last time they were real. I mean, look, they, you know, they, um, they've had some successful seasons, but not with him. And, the, uh, the system and where you find yourself is what you, you're tripping you know, a lot a lot, of, a lot of the situation, right? It, it really is. I mean, there are some very good players who ended, up, uh, who ended up in bad situations because of where they were drafted, and they just never had anything. I mean, you know who I feel for today? That's not a touchdown. They better call that back. That last play with Kamara, he touches out of bounds before that ball crosses any of the goal line. That's, this, what do you think? This game, what do you think, this game is over. This game is over. Still, that pisses me off. That pisses me off. I don't want to get, I don't want to, you know, I don't want, I don't want touchdowns that shouldn't count. Yeah, Ian says not a touchdown. So good. We'll see if they call it back, buddy. So well, here's, let's, here's let's, a fun yeah. one for you. You ready? So there's a big push towards vintage in our hobby. Let's yeah. just say there are influencers who are out there talking about vintage sports cards, vintage football. I saw a cool article out there, 137.com, you know, go buy vintage and here are the cards to buy. Um, and, you know, vintage quarterbacks are where a lot of the money is going. Somebody like John Elway, who's still relevant to the game, right, as a GM and, and the whole deal, right? So, um, you know, coming into today, John Elway was number nine all time in the NFL in passing. And he's thought of as a legend, right? He won some Super Bowls, you know, he's, you know, he brought, uh, he brought honor to the, uh, <laughs> to the Denver area, right? I mean, he was the best quarterback they had until they, uh, until they poached Peyton Manning. Um, but if I were to tell you that with today's 450-yard performance that he had, you ready for this? The new number nine in passing yards in the history of the NFL is Matt Ryan. <laughs> Does that surprise you a little bit? Well, it's, it's, it's one of these like telltale things, right? Like that doesn't mean that you should go out and buy all the Matt Ryan cards in the world because Matt Ryan now is better than John Elway, right? So, you know, I guess it's, it's one of those things like, you know, think about it over time. Think about what, you know, what these quarterbacks are. Think about what your strategy is about, you know, buying vintage versus buying, you know, modern versus, you know, who's out, who's playing, you name it. There are guys who are, who are really good players now, right? Like Matt Ryan, right? He's going to be, he's going to go down as a top 10, you know, passing quarterback. But between me, you and anybody else who wants to listen there, uh, partner, I do not see Oh, they called it back. They didn't, they didn't give him a touchdown. I do not see Matt Ryan cards 20, 30, 40 years from now being a highly sought-after collectible item. Uh, I, I think 
and I've always been this way. And I think American sports, they, they trend towards, um, we love stats. We love stats. We love stats. We love to measure performance. Uh, and actually, if you come from European sports like soccer, uh, you, don't, you don't measure statistics. Like they didn't even start measuring stats in soccer until re- relatively recently. Uh, why I say that, and I've said this before on the podcast, I'm, a, I'm someone who likes to watch the game. I think eye test is underrated in today's world. So, like, there's a lot of guys that are going to be towards the top in stats, but I think it's way more important to the likability of a player and the actual brand of the player. Like, I would look more at jersey sales and likability uh, I agree. than I would I agree. at stats when I'm so this investing. Is gonna, this is going to sound like a, an odd, you know, an odd point to make, but when I was doing episode 55, when I was doing the NFL preview, I was going to mention if I were playing fantasy, Kareem Hunt would be a nice running back play. You know, everybody remembers him, you know, killing it in Kansas City, and now he's coming to the Browns offense. And I saw him have a couple of nice plays today, but I did not pick him for hobby relevance because of his history, right? And, you know, people are not going out and buying Kareem Hunt jerseys. Um, there's a difference between stats and, and likability. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the point you're trying to make, right? So Totally. Man, I like it. Well, listen, we got to give some credit to some of our, our folks out there. Uh, the Wharf, if you listen to his episodes, one of our most listened to episodes, if not the most listened to episode, he said, you know, Aaron Rodgers was the play, right? He said, go, you know, don't, don't go away from Aaron Rodgers when, uh, when he's being overlooked, when he's being disrespected. The last couple of times that's happened, you know, he said Aaron Rodgers wins an MVP on those seasons. So, uh, so Rodgers had a great game today. And you know what's funny? The Rodgers play, um, I believe it was going into halftime. And I forget if it was 14-7 or if it was like 17 I forget exactly what the score was, but it was a very close game. And it, it ended up being, you know, the score looked closer than this because it was a garbage time touchdown from, from uh, Minnesota. But, you know, he always seems to find a way to do this in the last two minutes. He'll like take a shot downfield and he wound up throwing a touchdown pass like right before halftime that just completely made it like a 21 to 17 mm-hmm. instead of what should have been a one score yes, game. Yes, he does. A two score game. And it's just, he has the ability to do that. It's just the weirdest thing. Like how Mary passes, they just, you know, and, and after a while, you seem to think like, hey, he's just lucky. No, he obviously creates that luck for himself. So yeah. that's one. Number two, the fountain of youth. You know, Adrian Peterson had 93 odds rushing today for Detroit Lions. I mean, that's a guy who, if you want to do vintage, you want to start buying some, you know, all pro stuff, a guy who's a, a short fire Hall of Fame, that's a guy who gets no hobby love. And he's basically ageless. I mean, that's an amazing, yeah. amazing guy, right? Really cool yeah. card. Really cool card. 2007, 2008, Topps Chrome. A very cool card. I actually have a few. Ladanian Tomlinson from that year. I love Ladanian Tomlinson. Yeah, and uh, look, but Adrian Peterson's still doing it, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they, but that's know, Adrian great. Peterson's rookie year. Yep. Uh, and it's a really nice card. Not many running backs who have done that, and you know he'll go down as an as an all time great. So that I mean that was a that was a crazy performance that kind of came out of nowhere for me today. Um, you know the Colts game was a surprise. That was a pretty big upset, and that kid Hines. I mean he was running the ball pretty hard. Mac got hurt today. He was carried off on a stretcher. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see that. Uh, a couple surprises: the Washington team coming back from seventeen points down. I think at one point the Amazon AWS stat caster thing said that they had a two percent chance to win the game, and then they came back and just completely dominated the Eagles after that. Sorry, I know you're a Philly guy. So that was a surprise. Uh, the Raiders' defense, which obviously has a holes. You're not even going to let me get a rebuttal in? When oh, you, what, when about you... the Eagles? Go, go. Well, go well let's, 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 I think there's a lesson here. I think a big lesson uh, in life I want to teach people is loyalty and honor. 
Uh, and we've done this twice as Eagles fans. We've chased Andy Reid out, and then we traced Nick Foles out after he won us a Super Bowl. And we've turned the keys over to Carson Wentz, a guy who's never won. I have nothing against Carson Wentz, but the dude's never won. Earn your keep. Earn your spot. Nick, Nicky Foles, big dick Nicky Foles came in and won a championship, and then the next year, out. And we put it back into Carson Wentz's hands, and then we've seen what's happened. So, honor and Lewis listen, is important. Carson, I don't, I don't, Carson had a great game today. Carson Everyone had an amazing that. game today. You know who? I'm talking about Chris Carson, though, for the Seattle Seahawks. Oh. <laughs> he had a bunch of touchdowns, and he was awesome. No, Carson Wentz is never going to win anything for you guys. I'm sorry. No, um, because a quarterback is more than stats. It's about vibe. It's about culture. It's leadership. It's what's the tone. It's do you unite people or do you uh, divide the team? Like, people forget in football you have 80 guys on the roster of different parts of the season. The quarterback is the, is the CEO. He's the president in a lot of ways. He has to unify people. Uh, and that's why leadership is so important in this game. And I don't think Carson has it. I don't think he's proven he has it. I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, we saw some other surprises. It was, it was impressive to see Hi. Buffalo jump out to a 21 nothing lead on the Jets. How bad Sam Donald looked. How good Josh Allen looked if he can figure out a way to not fumble the football. But I guess when you're a running quarterback like that, you know, those are the kind of things that are going to happen. But he's got to hang on to the ball. Um, the Raiders defense holding McCaffrey and McCaffrey had a great game. He always does, but holding him to under hundred yards rushing and then actually sneaking out a win, but Derek Hart threw some really nice balls. I know that was a pick you had this week. Um, you know, he threw a pass to Nelson Aguilar, another guy you guys got rid of, but he couldn't catch for Philly, but he seemed to catch the ball today for, uh, for, for, for brick hands. You know, Ruggs yeah, was a little, Ruggs was a little nervous. It gave me a little nervous today. Uh, you know, but he came back in after his knee injury. And, um, you know, it was nice to see, you know, the Raiders actually, you know, play a complete game today and hang on. They had a nice drive at the end, you know, the, the Carolina had fourth quarter, you know, scored a touchdown to go ahead and the Raiders went down the field. I mean, Jacobs is clearly the real deal. Kid had three touchdowns today. Um, and he just, you know, he looks like a, he looks like the real deal. Okay. I hope he can stay healthy and the whole deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think what else? Mitch Trubisky. I mean, I don't like him. I think, you know, he might not win another game all year. Um, I'm watching now the rundown, and there's, there's it was 15-7 Green Bay, and uh, Valdez Scandrick, number 83, was who caught that touchdown from from Rogers going down the uh, right sideline, and just changed it. it became a it became like a 22-7 game instead of what was a one-score game. It's just you know it's funny how Rogers finds a way to do that. Um, but yeah, Trubisky hanging on there at the end, and uh, the Bears sneaking out a win. There's a lot of fun stuff to watch today. Let's do a two-minute warning. Two minutes on the clock. Give us three cards that are going to be trending up or three players that are trending up and three players trending down. Sorry to put you on the spot, Big K. Yes. So, no, I mean, I I like it. Listen, you know, I'm going to stick with quarterbacks, right, because that's the cards that are going to be the most relevant. Obviously, everybody loves the folks. And, you know, I gave gave our, 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 our Luca Nation during the games today, our running back from the Colts, right, Hines. And, obviously, some people went out there and bought the cards. And, you know, Jacob's cards uh, for running back should also trend up. Um, you know, so it's nice to see those running backs. But quarterback-wise, right, if I'm watching the games, Haskins look like the real deal on that comeback, right? So I'd be looking at Haskins' card because they have not shown that meteoric rise. Josh Allen's cards, I mean, I was amazed. His Prism rookie from 2018, I saw one sell yesterday for $380. I saw one sell during the game for $580. I mean, it's just an amazing, which, by the way, is a cool thing, right? Because it's like fantasy football, right? You know, the guy has a good game, and boom, you know, now next week he's going to be worth more. Or he's going to go higher in the draft. Um, 
so yeah, Josh Allen, I expect the price of him to go up this week. Um, you know, Russell Wilson was already trending up. Cam Newton, you know, anybody who invested in him, he's going to, his card should probably show a little pop this week. Uh, Kirk Cousins going to head down if anybody was buying him. Um, you know, Baker Mayfield, I like Baker Mayfield. I, I would, <laughs> it's a funny little let's give a tip, right? If I were trying to look for a card that I could sell later in the season, this week might be a very good week to buy Baker Mayfield because he's not <laughs> gonna he's not gonna see a defense like that uh, you know again until he plays him again um, and you know he just happened to come out week one um, with no preseason no nothing and play against the Ravens and you know their their offense is ridiculous their defense is ridiculous and um, you know I think you're only gonna have uphill from from Baker Mayfield and as good as Minshew was last year his cards. We're not, uh, we're not really, you know, anywhere near the other quarterbacks. They weren't near Daniel Jones' cards. They weren't near Kyler Murray cards. And, you know, I would expect his cards to have a significant pop, a significant increase um, also because, I mean, that, 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 first of all, it's, it's an upset win over a very good team, and it was such an efficient performance. And he's got all those things you look for, that flair and that kind of stuff. So there's a bunch that are going up, and there's a bunch that are, that are, that are come down. Um, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, you know, position players, right? So who stuck out at me? Pa- Paris Campbell had a great game for the Colts. Um, you know, if you want to look for, her, for a couple of his cards, um, you know, he had a very good game. Um, we talked about the kid also from, from the Colts, uh, Hines, who is the running back. Are you um, calling timeouts on this two-minute warning? No. Should I stop it? Are we, are, you know, I'm no, still going? No, 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 no. I'm just over. It might be over two minutes. I don't know. Well, there you go. But listen, I gave more than I gave more than three and three. So we, we try That's to squeeze true. as much um, as much information as we can out there for uh, you know for for our listeners. If you happen to be invested in Mitch Trubisky, I would probably try to sell him this week. Yes, sir. That might be the only time he wins all year. Um, you know, but yeah, there's uh, there's the deal. Same thing. Maybe if you're heavily invested in Matt Ryan, might be a time to move him because I mean Seattle throttled him, but he's going to get some headlines as passing Elway. Yep. My um, prediction, my prediction for the Super Bowl, because you guys know I'm not a big gambler. I will probably only be buying two NFL players this year, and that's Patty Mahomes and Russell Wilson. And I think they're going to meet in the Super Bowl this year. I think they're the two best teams. And guys, let, we've been talking about partnerships for a long time, right? Uh, and we are really excited to bring you a partnership with Gem Mint Photography. So as you're getting all of these raw cards in, you're going to need three things. You're gonna need a studio to take pictures. You're gonna need a magnifying glass to inspect the pictures and a tripod to keep your hands steady and take good quality photos. Uh, And before we bring you any product, Cage, correct me if I'm wrong, we're gonna be testing it. We're gonna see if what we're telling you to buy is really worth it. So we were able to test it. We had the studio. Cage took a picture of his red cheeks uh, Pikachu and he was like, wow, this really works. Look at the quality of the photo, no glare, no nothing. So Huge what you have to do is you go to gemmintphotography.com. Once again, that's gemmintphotography.com. You could DM us and uh, I'll send you the website and we'll also do a post on it. And you could order the tripod, the studio and the magnifying glass for a little bit over 60 bucks. And you have a coupon for Luca Nation 10 to get you 10% off. Again, uh, so Luca Nation 10, right? So you put it Luca there, Nation Luca 10. Nation 10. Yes, sir tested approved by cage the stamp of approval and we want to know if you guys end up buying how do you like it let us know because we want to bring you future products that will actually add value and make you money and i think it's something that you know a few good sales a few good photos will pay for this thing in and of itself 
easily. We've had people ask about it too, right? So, I mean, this is one of those, if you're going to be buying raw, um, it, it huge help for multiple reasons. Number one, you know, the whole setup. And number two, more importantly, if you're going to be selling your cards, you, you know, after, after you get some of these wins, after you get your cards, whether they're PSA graded or not, I mean, I, I will tell you, before testing this, before using it on my pictures, I was just taking pictures on my, on my iPhone, and every slab card, every PSA card that I was trying to sell, you'd see my phone. And I get people emailing me on, uh, you know, off of eBay saying, you know, is that a dark spot on the card? And I'd have to say, no, that's the reflection of my phone. Well, this, this completely does away with that. You don't get the phone reflection in there. There's backgrounds for the picture. I mean, it really is a very professional setup for the amount that they're charging. Um, so yeah, we tested it. I like it. It makes the pictures look significantly better. And that's going to lead to, you know, you getting more money on your, uh, on your on your auctions so it's to me it's a no-brainer and to be able to bring you guys a discount code that's what we're talking about right that's what we're trying to do this is mercari and i urge you guys too for raw cards you you need to think of yourselves as a business and as a storefront and if you go in a storefront and everything is disorganized you inherently don't trust that store same thing goes with photos if every photo has the exact same backdrop there's a trust factor involved and it's really important and there's more consistency that's what I suggest. Have a studio set up, have a uniform way of taking and presenting your pictures and your sales will start pouring in. And I, I've seen it myself when selling on Mercari and I think it will work for you. GemmentPhotography.com with code LucaNation10. DM us if you have any questions. We're always available to respond. Bye, LucaNation. Yeah, are we finished? You want to say goodbye? away we got one more i want to give him right i love that i love the you want to end with the you want to end with the thing oh ian saying hello ian. Listen, before, before yeah we i showed that a lot before, that before we say goodbye right that's the lux order before we say goodbye Bye -bye. there's one more thing i want to point out to you guys if you're thinking about investing in joe burrow cards right oh Bye -bye. joe burrow you saved the best I was, rest. I was impressed by his performance today because he put his team in a position to win he had a great rushing touchdown um, the team wound up losing by a field goal, but not on him. So he put his team in a position to win with, you know, with basically no time left on the clock. He had a, he had a, uh, you know, he had a shot for the end zone. He actually threw a game winning touchdown pass to AJ green and green kind of pushed off a little bit, but it was a ticky tack call. And the refs called offensive pass interference. And, you know, they basically went to go kick a field goal, which would have put an overtime it was a 30 something yarder. It's a kick that the kicker probably makes 99 out of a hundred times but he missed it. He missed, he missed a wide right. I think he hurt himself while he was kicking it. And it goes down as the Bengals losing. But it's a game they probably should have won. They at least should have tied and, and gotten a shot in overtime. And he played a relatively efficient game. I mean, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't going crazy. The poor kid, you know, it, it's probably been two years since he's lost a game. So you saw him on the sidelines after that kick, you know, didn't go through for him. And he was like, wow, this is what losing feels like. So he definitely looked composed for his first game in the NFL. Um, you know, it was, it was good to watch. And he really did. He looked like he was going to give his team a shot to win. It looked like he actually won it there at the end. So we'll see. We'll see, uh, we'll see how that goes. But, you know, there's nothing in his performance that I would say, okay, don't, don't invest in Joe Burrow. So didn't mean to, I should have snuck that in there before we gave our Luca Nation 10 on, uh, on Gem Mint. But uh, listen, we're 100%, uh, you know, 100% we want to bring you picks. We want to give you kind of like a recap. And let me, you know, your, your engine, let me give an actual play here. Because sure. people are like, listen, so here's a play. Um, 
2016 Bowman Chrome, not because he has the same first name as my son, but my pick today is 2016 Bowman Chrome Draft, Ian Anderson. That's the kid's name. Wow. Bowman Chrome Draft. Is he, is, he an MB, is he an MBA student for Yale University? It sounds like it, right? So, so on eBay right now, you can buy the cards in quantity for $8 or less. This is the first Bowman card. There's a lot of 10 50 bucks or best offer. Um, this kid, he has made four starts for the, Bra- for the Atlanta Braves. And um, in two of those starts, he's given up one hit in two starts, which I think that's the first time someone's done that in 120 years. So the Braves have a weird, uncanny way of doing this, you know, the ability of finding these pitchers who become you know, these stud prospects. He's a guy that no one's heard of. He's a guy that, what I'm telling you, a lot of people haven't found it yet. He's got his, his, his 2016 Bowman Chrome draft. You'll see it. You can pick it up for a couple bucks. Uh, like I said, there's a lot of 10 available, 50 bucks or best offer. So it's a card you can get for under $5. If he continues doing anywhere near what he's done you know, for the last couple of starts, he looks like an ace in the making, which the Braves just, like I said, they seem to have a way of, of doing that. Um, and he's been, hey, look him up, Ian Anderson, 2016 Bowman Chrome Draft. Uh, not the paper one, guys. Go for the Chrome. Um, and there's a quick pick if you, if you stayed with us till the end. Love it. And, guys, this is a Sunday night special edition. We're going to do this every week, a quick one-take recap. So apologize for, you know, the pauses, the background noise. This isn't going to be the most produced content, but it's real and it's organic and it's legit. It's a hundred percent us. Love you. Thanks for listening guys. Thank you. Love you. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, Do us a favor and like, subscribe. Ah, You know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Tell your enemies. Tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.